The human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> 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 So that's yeah. it? Yep, that's it. That's how we're starting. <laughs> Episode 46, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Thank you very much for joining us. I am B-Money, the producer. That there is Weekend Trav. Say hello to the folks. Hello, guys. Okay. I'm going I'm <laughs> to fix something here. Uh -oh. I don't know if we can see this at home. Oh. Take that sticker off. Size large. I just bought it, guys. Stay golden. He has a golden girl shirt on. That's not exactly Weekend Trav. Stay guard. golden, pony boy. Ay, ay, ay. So, um, anyways, we just sidetracked right out of the gate. But anyways, we're here, episode 46, in the residence again, but we're back. I don't like doing Zooms all the time. I know, we got to keep it real sometimes. Our schedules just don't work sometimes, but we're here we are. Men. We're busy men. Uh, we want to say uh, special thanks to our media partners, as always, TH Boxing, IF Enterprises, and Gulfstream Financial. As always, thank you for your media uh, partnership and support. Uh, weekend, Trav, it's good to see you. Um, I feel like there's some stuff to talk about today. And uh, we're going to start with boxing, and we might get a little personal. Uh-oh. Is that okay? Uh-oh. Is that okay? I mean, I'll let you know if it's okay, okay. depending on what personal it is. Well, I, I don't know. Your, uh, your left hand looks a little heavy. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's chat about boxing, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, weekend Trav, there, there seems to be there's some rumblings here, and I, I'm actually glad we're filming this episode uh, a couple days later than normal. Usually we'd be on, on Sunday yeah, because because we are the number one mm -hmm. boxing beard, mm -hmm. not beards, beard, mm -hmm. bourbon, mm -hmm. boxing beard, bourbon yep. podcast yep. filmed in Orlando, Florida, yep. specifically Laureate Park, specifically usually and most of the time in a boxing gym on a Sunday or a Monday, but today's coming from a Tuesday. Yep. In the world. In the world. In the world. So that's us. In the uh, world, if people. You, if you ever see us walking around Publix, Walmart. In the world. Uh, in Lake Nona, and, and you're too nervous to stop by and say hello, please just go ahead and say. Yeah, we'll snap pictures. We're, we're very, very, very friendly. We're very humble. Super humble. I mean, we've, we've attained such high status, uh, being the number one uh, podcast of the genre. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad we can Trav. We're filming this about two days later than normal. Champion of the world. Mm hmm but yes, you're correct. And the reason why is because if we were chatting about uh, what we're going to talk about just two nights ago, we would have been talking about a main event, explosive heavyweight bout coming in August. August 14th in Saudi Arabia. Between Anthony Joshua and uh, Tyson Fury. Instead, what are we talking about today? So Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury has been... Crazy to put together, by the way, too. That's been up and down mm -hmm. by itself. They finally agreed to the terms. Saudi Arabia was going to pay a $155 million site fee. Mm -hmm. $75 million goes to Tyson Fury. $75 million goes to Anthony Joshua. $5 million goes to the expenses and undercard. Holy crap. And box... Where yet, Kenny? Boxing's dying. It's dead. No, I'm just kidding. Tell me any sport in one single event... That you're going to make $75 million each. Okay. Each. One event. Okay. Yep. Not a contract. Yep. One even Not a year. These guys are making this like in five-year contracts usually. Even soccer. I brought up soccer because like these soccer guys are signing huge contracts. 
They're not making seventy five million. That's in one for a fight. contract. Yeah, I yeah. mean this this is big one money. One fight. Now it's not it's not every championship fight is like no. this, but this is this is something that we've been looking forward to as boxing fans. Uh, you know, you always say as the heavyweight division goes, so goes boxing. This is big. They do say that. This was big, and I say was big. So B money's right because if we'd have recorded this just yesterday, we wouldn't be talking about what we're talking about. Mm-mm. So there was a court arbitration that went in favor of Deontay Wilder, meaning he now gets another chance for a trilogy against Tyson Fury. And Tyson Fury has to fight him before September 15th. So August 14th is when he was going to fight Joshua. Therefore, a month um, after that is not enough time to rest after a big fight like that. So that means that... I believe July 27th or 26th, they already have the date. Bob Arum already reserved a date. So Tyson Fury now is going to have to fight Deontay Wilder. And when I say have to, and this is what I mean because the first fight was a draw, but everybody who knows anything about boxing knows that the first fight, Fury should have won. He got dropped twice, and that's the only thing that Deontay Wilder did the whole fight. But Tyson Fury got up. A boxing match is 12 rounds. They score it 12 rounds. They score it each round individually. So just because he got knocked down twice doesn't mean anything. Tyson Fury dominated that fight. So they rematched, which was fair. They rematched. Tyson Fury kicked his butt. Knocked him out like in the 6th or 7th round after he beat him up. Literally toyed with him. Okay, His face is a meme. It, it's, literally. It's, it's a meme photo. And... For good reason. The clueless look. Because it's, he got his bell rung. Dude, he was he was out on his feet. The yeah. the refer yeah. or the, the corner stopped it. But the point is, nothing in that second fight warranted a rematch. Okay? I get it that there was a clause in the contract for it, so that's what I do get. However, when Tyson Fury tried to negotiate with Deontay Wilder and them to do a third fight, mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder and them stalled out, stopped responding, didn't like even contact him back. Because for good reason, Deontay Wilder, he was fresh off his very first loss as a pro, mm-hmm. and he got dominated. So like his ego, everything was shattered for sure. And now all of a sudden, they want to do it again. Now they're taken to court, and they won the court appeal. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Fair enough. But you're ruining... By far the greatest heavyweight fight in the last, what, 10 to 15 years probably? The most important one? Maybe even longer, to be fair. Because Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua are widely considered the best heavyweights in the world. And they're meeting. Which is what we always want in boxing, right? We want the big fights. We want the best fighting the best. But guess what? Boxing tried to deliver and the good old court system shut us down. Well, you know... um... I wouldn't say it's only the court system that shut shut the thing down. Obviously, it falls on Deontay Wilder and his camp. Yeah, yeah. They've they've chosen uh, inopportune timing to to present this. It just so happens that this is right after finally details were confirmed for this bout in Saudi Arabia between the two top heavyweights in the world, and all of a sudden someone comes in to play spoiler, and we're looking at a July twenty fourth matchup with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. I if I'm a, a boxing fan, not a Deontay Wilder fan, but a boxing fan, I'm pissed. I'm pissed, Weekend Trap, yep. because this is, we've been talking about this matchup for months, Literally. waiting for the details to get ironed out. All year. We've been talking about it all year. If anything, if we were filming this two nights ago, I was going to put on, because I do this a lot, I'm going to put on my complaining hat and say, what pisses me off is uh, with boxing is that it took forever to yep. get to this yep. point, and we yep. finally have that date. 
And now I'm even more pissed because now somebody like this can jump in and ruin it. I get it. It's in the clause, and he has every right to. But remember, we were talking nine months, ten months ago. Yeah. He was losing his mind. Yeah, that's what I I don't get. That's not fair. That part is not fair. Now, all of a sudden, he's of sound mind and ready to go, and he's pulling the course into it. Listen, listen. We see the, the posts. We see the video clips, things like that. He's going to get worked over again. Okay. It's going to be embarrassing. And maybe then he finally goes away. uh, Because how much can you really get accomplished when you're training what looks like in a hotel uh, gym right next to two beat up treadmills with somebody holding pads for you? And all of a sudden people are commenting like, ooh, look at him. He's finally, he's finally putting a one, two, three together. He's hitting mitts. He's hitting mitts. We can try. They don't hit back. You can make anyone look good on mitts. That's what you always say, and, and I, I agree with you, you 100%. And I, you, any, not just me. I don't want to be like, I'm not trying to be like narcissistic, but anybody who can box and train can make anybody look good on mitts. This is the most frustrating Especially thing. Especially a pro. This is one of the most frustrating things uh, for me when it comes to boxing is that the scheduling stuff, you just can't get it worked out. Now, I get it. Stuff can happen. Guys can get hurt in training, whatever else, and that throws off calendars. Yeah. On the MMA side, that's what th- usually throws off those bouts. Is injury, yeah. But they have stuff signed and committed done. It's none of this is, jockeying yeah. for anything. Listen, I, I, I say it consistently, and I'll continue to say it. Dana White is an evil genius. He's a genius because when he says fights happen, they happen. Because he doesn't have to deal with any promoters. He, doesn't need, he has to deal with managers, but at the end of the day, he created such a great brand that... If you don't fight who he says to fight, he'll stop giving you fights. Yeah. And then you'll be done. So he created a, a good environment for the fans, essentially, meaning the best are going to fight the best. Yeah. But in doing that, he really, really kind of screwed MMA fighters because they don't get paid well, they don't get money. Paid, yeah. Yeah, there's but a- that's because you, you got it. There's a give and take. Yeah. So as, as, a, as a spectator, you still like it, though, because you get great fights. Okay? You get great fights, but as a fighter... You're getting those great fights at a discount because they're not building them up, which is, it's fine because it's exciting. People love MMA still, and you don't have to deal with this crap. I'll tell you what, that this fight, you said that this was an odd timing. I think this was very, very, very methodically planned by Mm. Deontay Wilder's camp because Bob Arum mentioned it, and I'm not agree with Bob Arum very often, but I'll agree with him here. He did something good here, at least. I I agree with it. And I think that's what Deontay Wilder was expecting because think about this. He was fully expecting this fight. Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, $75 million each, right? So now Deontay Wilder comes up and says, hey, I want to fight you. I got I got the arbitrator. Arbitrator said that it's going through. You have to fight me now. What usually happens in boxing on big fights is they will pay a guy like Wilder step-aside money. Literally, they'll pay up to a million dollars sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they normally would pay Deontay Wilder a million dollars not to fight him right away, but fight him later, Okay. You're getting a million dollars to do nothing. So I think Deontay Wilder was fully expecting that. Fully expecting, like, you know what? I'm going to get a million dollars, plus I'm probably going to get 10 to 15 when we do fight after mm-hmm. this fight. Mm-hmm. So he was thinking this through, but he was also ruining it for fans like us yep. who, at the end of the day, you can say what you want. Me and you are fans. Yeah. We're literally fans. We like to watch boxing. And Deontay Wilder ruined a great boxing match that the whole world wanted to see because he was probably thinking he was going to get step-aside money. And Bob Arum came out, and this is where I agree with him. Bob Arum goes, we're not going to pay him step-aside money. He's like, we're going to crush him. He's like, let's fight again. July 24th, let's do it. He's got the date reserved already. He's like, Tyson Fury's going to crush Deontay Wilder and get rid of him. And you know what? 
both of us, we're so very pro-American. We support our American athletes. We do. And Deontay Wilder's an American heavyweight, but I'm not supporting it, man. I will support somebody who is deserves it, I guess you could say. And honestly, at this point, I don't think Deontay deserves it. You don't deserve this fight because you lost. You lost fair and square twice, in my opinion. You don't deserve the fight. Fight somebody else. Fight a Andy Ruiz. Fight um, anybody else and earn that right to get back up there to the level yeah. of Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, I'll play devil's advocate on the other side. Does he deserve it from an athleticism, from what we saw on display over the course of two fights? No. Contractually, yeah, because of the clause, unfortunately. It's just the timing of it's very poor. Sure. But like you said, very methodic, right? Because all of a sudden we're starting to see – no longer crazy posts, but over the past four or five months, we're starting to see Deontay Wilder training yeah, new and things like now. that. Nothing about a fight coming up, nothing about it, but lo- him looking active, even though it looks like he's boxing in Planet Fitness or wherever. Um, Former heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. Multi-million dollars. And, tr- and listen, I'm no, I'm no heavyweight champ. I'm no Deontay Wilder, so I get it. I'm speaking from my seat here, and everyone can give us hatred or whatever else, but this is, our, this is what we do. We're allowed to talk like this. We're supposed to do We're this. We're supposed to do this, but I'm going to pick it apart a little bit. You know what? If anything, here's what I think is going to happen. He's actually doing himself a disservice because what happens when he goes in there and all of a sudden gets his butt kicked again? What's what's the trajectory for his career at that point? It's a nice one payday, I get that. But yeah, if he would have worked himself last, if he yeah exactly, if he worked worked himself back up with a Ruiz or uh, people like that, accumulate accumulate gets more respect, gets more respect, gets more paydays, and all of a sudden, boom, you're back in the title contention conversation. Here's the thing: his fans never thought he left that conversation, and maybe he shouldn't, and maybe he did. I don't know. But listen, he had his opportunity. He decided to go nuts a little bit. What did he fire? He, he fired his man, or he fired his trainer, Co- yep. his, his coach, and Conspiracy all this stuff. Conspiracy theories out of this world. All the they cor- thought that Tyson Fury cheated. Different gloves, all sorts. Do you not remember this stuff, everybody? Do you not remember this is what he was talking about? They where's don't. the court? Where's the court coming in on those things? Yeah. Oh, because where's they were the made slander? up. That's slander, right? If Tyson Fury actually, but that's that shows you how where Tyson Fury's at in his career. Tyson Fury literally probably could have sued him for slander. And Tyson Fury didn't care enough to even honor anything that he said. But here's what it else, what else it tells me, Weekend Trav. Deontay Wilder is desperate. Oh, yeah. He is. This is an act of desperation because he knows if this bout would have went off in August, no chance he's in that conversation mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. No chance. Mm-hmm. He, he would he be would have a to walkover fight. That's yeah. what he would be. He's a tune-up fight. He's a tune-up and, fight. And you know what? He's going to end up still being a tune-up exactly. fight. But he's going to actually he's going to cash in though. Yeah. So if anything, you could say business-wise or or not business-wise because it's bad business, but if he's trying to cash out, this is a good way to do it. He's going to cash out because mm-hmm. he's probably going to make 5 to 10 million, maybe more, maybe 15 million dollars to fight Tyson Fury. And if you can't live on 10 to 15 million dollars, Listen, and he's made more than that. But yes. if you can't live on this last ten to fifteen million, because honestly, listen, here's the here's the the beauty and the beast of the heavyweight division, though, is that as crazy as it sounds, as we all know that if this fight if this fight is fought on paper, Tyson Fury kills this guy, mm-hmm. dominates him, right? 
But there's still a chance that we all know because Deontay Wilder can punch. So Always a chance. This is the thing that would make me even more mad is if somehow oh, gosh. you wanted to play devil's advocate earlier, so I got to throw it out there. What if Deontay Wilder somehow, somehow, because it is possible, beats Tyson Fury? Mm-hmm. He literally jacks the whole heavyweight division up. The, he changes the trajectory of the next yeah. two years yeah, easily. of the heavyweight division. Literally, because, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like, I, I don't even want to think about it. I genuinely, Tyson Fury has the last couple of years come across as, um, he used to be very unstable, and he comes across now as very stable, trains hard, takes every fight serious, does what he has to do, comes in professional, and wins. So... I hope that he does that again against Deontay Wilder because, bro, the heavyweight division is counting on you. Like, please do not delay us multiple years before we get a big fight. I'm hoping that um, cooler heads, not cooler heads, but, uh, uh, you know, I'll say cooler cooler minds and thinking prevail here. I'm really hoping that everyone can get to the table and be like, listen, are we really going to jack this up? Are we really going to? This could screw up everybody. It could screw up Deontay. It could screw up your future payday. It could screw up Joshua's. If you wait until after August, or maybe even like the second bout between them, your payday is going to triple easily by just waiting. And you know the crazy thing is, they're also saying now that Anthony Joshua is going to fight this guy, Alander Usyk, who is undefeated. This dude's dynamite, too. They're, they're, They're gambling right now, bro. It is because Deontay, as much as I don't think he can win, he could. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a one in a million could. shot. Everyone always could with that with his power, though. He could. He yeah. already showed that he literally almost killed Tyson Fury in the first fight when yeah. he literally came from the dead and rose in the twelfth round. So he can punch. Usyk, undefeated, super talented. We already know that Joshua can be beat because he got beat by Andy Ruiz, who knocked him out. So. They're gambling. If they do these two fights, Anthony Joshua fights uh, Usyk and Tyson Fury he fights Deontay Wilder. They are gambling with a hundred. It's a hundred and fifty-five million dollar gamble. Are these guys that confident, that ballsy, that they're going to take this risk? Like, it seems like it. Because uh, here's what's I'm interesting. Scared. I'm scared. Is that the I'm moment scared. this stuff broke? Weekend Trav, Plan B and C were like ready. Like they, it's like almost they, they felt like this was coming. Yeah. Like every promoter involved, everyone, it's like they just had a feeling something was coming. And Bob Aaron already had the date reserved. Exactly. Exactly. And now opponents are like right away. I'm not saying this is. Usyk's there right away. I'm not trying to say it's a conspiracy against the fans, but I think they just kind of know who they're dealing with. Yeah, they must have knew something. They knew who they're dealing with. So unfortunately for us, that's where we stand right now until we have more details. It looks like there's possibly Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, July 24th. I believe that's in Vegas. I think that's where it's... I think so, yep. He um, reserved the date in Vegas. And who knows? You know, they should just put it on cable access uh, TV at this point. Let's give it to the fans for free. Just, I mean, I don't know if it'll be on ESPN or wherever it might be, but... Bob Aram is an ESPN yeah. Plus guy, so it might be on ESPN Plus... Or a possible ESPN pay-per-view, but I hope it's the ESPN Plus because I subscribe to that. The, so the, Deont- the that. Deontay fans are going to come out of the woodwork and talk it up, just like we've seen in all these other bouts where legit logical minds will not prevail in the lead-up conversation to this fight. 
it's going to eventually be where by fight night you're going to think, ooh, this is a 50-50 fight. Yep. The emotions will... The, emotions take over. The conspiracy theories will come out again, forefront. They'll be at the forefront of everything. It'll be the same people that are talking about conspiracy theories, how, oh, the Trump and all the rigged elections of this crazy. And then you're going to have those same people that hate yep. Trump are also now are going to be defending Deontay Wilder and saying that there was a conspiracy that... Uh, Tyson Fury had messed up gloves. That Tyson Fury, or that um, uh, Deontay Wilder's trainer was giving him bad stuff and whatever else. Listen, if any of that stuff was true, don't you think the courts would have figured that out by now? Because none of it was true. None I'm just of tired of it. And, and I, we Ju- July twenty fourth can't come fast enough. Please get. Here. Other than the fact that it's going to eat into my summer. And I'm going to be pissing and moaning about this thing. And then August is gone. See, you see what you're doing? B-Money is going to be so upset I'm, every episode for the next couple of months. What are you doing, Deontay? I have some friends. I don't know if they watch this or not. But it, the, the funny uh, uh, the term for me in this kind of a state is... First of all, if you're a friend, you better watch You this. should be watching. Is Bitter Brandon. I'm going to be... Bitter Brandon. Bitter Brandon. Bitter B-Money. All summer. Because of the stupid fight that got changed. Because I don't want to we see can travel. What else? See that. What else do we have to look forward to? That's legit. Other than Tiofimo, what else is legit? Nothing. Nothing. There's your boy, not your boy, USSR boy. That ain't legit. Dana White just blocked George St. Pierre from fighting him or from boxing him, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. that's not even a legit fight either. No, but it would sell. It would sell, right? It's just <sighs> maybe, maybe Del Hoyes. Wait, always oh, fighting July third. Is that when did he say his comeback was? USSR, baby. <laughs> oh my God! Like Oscar's got problems. Well, you know he always has, or yeah, always, but for a long time. No, he has so, always, but he hit him better. So, do we have any final word here on this uh, heavyweight disaster, this catastrophe that we're looking at? Let's go ahead and say that everything works out how we think it will. So, July Tyson Fury knocks out Deontay Wilder because mm-hmm. that will be my prediction again. It'll be a later round knockout this time because the corner won't throw the towel in. The corner is so stupid that they're going to let Deontay get freaking killed because Mark Brayland is a great guy. Mark Brayland loved Deontay Wilder. It was the only trainer he ever had. He stopped that fight to save him because yeah. he wasn't going to quit, so he literally saved him. And this new corner, you know they're not going to do that. You know they're going to let him fight longer, and no. he's going to get beat up longer. So. I'm going to go ahead and Dude, they got say, this guy working mitts at the bottom of uh, the basement of a Holiday Inn. Listen, they, it's $20 an hour mitt guy. They got him everywhere. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they got him everywhere. Make me look good. 20 bucks an hour. So let's say, I'm going to say that works out perfect. Tyson Fury knocks out Deontay Wilder in July. Uh, jo- Anthony Joshua beats Usyk. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a date for that, I don't think. But hopefully it's around the same time. I think, because- it, I think they were saying September uh, last I saw. Well, so we're not going to see. Yeah, but here's here's what I think. Here's what I think is going to develop. Ooh, we can travel. December, I think, 26th. Yep. Boxing Day oh. in the UK. Ooh. So you're right because I'll tell you this. This is actually, now that you say that, it makes sense because. I, I should be. A, I'm a marketing big, genius. Big fights happen in May for Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster fights happen in September. Yep. Mayweather used to always do it. December yep. is also a date where Mayweather didn't fight, but big fights will usually happen. The be- it's usually the beginning of December, actually. But that actually makes sense. The timeline now makes sense because if he fights the end of July, Tyson Fury does, and then literally the 
couple months later, Anthony Joshua fights in September, they both could easily be ready by December. Yep. That would give them months off. That would Joshua would have a little quicker turnaround, so it could possibly happen. Honestly, if it doesn't happen in December, though, we could be looking at like middle of 2022. But I'm just saying it would just make sense from a marketing standpoint. December Boxing 26th, day. it's a Sunday, so that's a weird day. Or they just go Christmas. They just go literally Christmas night. Saturday. Which is a Saturday this year. Everybody would be home. Everyone will be home. Watching the TV. And, there's, uh, there's some like, what? what is, is it the NBA or somebody that actually does play usually on Usually the NBA does. The, yeah. the NFL so has it, been trying to do that a little bit too. It does sell because people are home. People, are, I'm telling you, it's better than going to the movies, which people are finally going back to the movies because stuff's opening up. Everything's I like that. Today. Hey, you know, it's such interesting timing weekend, Trav, that uh, we've had a jump in inflation, right? And that's short term. I think it's transitory. That's a business hat, but I think it's uh, temporary. Um Inflation jump, gas prices jump, all these things happening. Uh, our borders are being uh, ravaged. Uh, we're having the Middle East conflict. All, we went from having peace from our p- former president, which we'd like never have had in the which, Middle East forever, yeah, to now. Um, and then all of a sudden, and, and Fauci was linked to the Wuhan lab by Rand Paul. Now all of a sudden, they're like, uh, 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 you don't have to wear masks anymore if yeah, you're vaccinated, and then we're not going to check if you're vaccinated either. So, which is like AKA everybody's going to run around. So, yeah, interesting timing. Um, anyways, where, where were we with this? Where were I go- Where's that going? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm pissed. Where we're going, I, I, I'm going to say we're shifting away from the heavyweights. My conspiracy oh, yeah. hat's on. I think we're going to see Wilder and Fury in July. We're going to see uh, Anthony Joshua in September. And we're probably going to see a December quick turnaround, Boxing Day weekend, Christmas That'd be phenomenal. weekend. That would be The main phenomenal. event we've been looking forward to. We've been looking, like, this is honestly, we haven't seen a heavyweight fight this important in a really long time. I want to, I don't even want to say it, but I do, but Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson was kind of like, everybody kind of knew like he wasn't even Mike Tyson. We thought he was. So I don't even want to say, but I know the build up to Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson was huge. They built it up really big. There was a lot of stuff going on there. There's going to be a build up to the next one too, isn't there? Isn't that Which the rumor? One? Oh my, no, it's uh it's Holyfield. No, no, it's, is it, is it Lewis? Tyson Lewis? That's the latest rumor mill. Oh my goodness. Would be Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson. That's that's a topic for a different a day. Let's but timestamp today, May 18th. That's my prediction. We're gonna see this heavyweight disaster turn into a Christmas weekend miracle. I, I, I love boxing, I do. And I think that it's become so popular right now that it's actually borderlining not good. Because we have YouTubers coming out, we mm-hmm. have past guys who are 54, 55 is sure. or is uh, Mike Tyson, and they're the forefront of these big fights. I want the forefront of boxing. Okay, cool. Mike Tyson wants to continue to do this. Mm-hmm. Cool, but I want the main focus of boxing to be active roster, active, exactly active fighters. Yeah, Canelo's, yeah. these Errol Spence, Terence Crawford, um, the heavyweight division. So that's why I don't like where it's kind of going to where like Jake Paul is one of the number one sellers in boxing. Can he fight? Yes. Does he deserve that? No, not in boxing terms. He doesn't deserve that because he hasn't earned that. He's three and oh, but I don't like the shift that it's taking. I like that. It's popular. My business is really good because of it. Mm-hmm. So I do. Mm-hmm. I like that ripple effect for sure. But 
we need to reel it in a little bit. I'm, I'm all for guys getting paid, and, and, and if it's there, then definitely do it, and we can complain about it all day long. But the fact is, is that they're getting paid because people are watching, and marketing dollars are being pumped into it. So part of me is like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tired of this. I, I sh- it should be about what's going on with active guys and, and, and the buildup of these young, the young talent, because there's a ton of young talent. No one knows who they are. Oh my gosh, boxing really that's why that's why we're, I'm a huge boxing guy and still, I'm like huge yeah, prospects We're talking about 40 and 50 year olds still. Uh, uh, so yes. But unfortunately, it's the same thing as it is with anything in life. If the money is flowing to it, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yep. And but the 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 tide lifts all boats. So even those younger guys, their paydays are going up too vicariously yeah, yeah, for sure. because of it. So I don't know. It's tough to say. Let's 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 switch gears a little bit. Let's move on from the heavyweights because now we have all summer to piss and moan about this. Let's talk about this weekend's matchup uh, briefly here. Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez, which is kind of an under the radar matchup. Yeah. We talked briefly a couple weeks ago about it. Uh, we have some 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 guys that listen uh, and watch our stuff, and they're asking us about that fight in particular. So let's highlight this some. Because that's this weekend. I think it just got lost in the shuffle between Canelo's fights, between this heavyweight stuff, between um, Tiafimo coming back yeah. in the summer. So let's talk for a few moments about Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez. Great fight. I think it's a light welterweight world championship. So it's 140 pounds. Jose Ramirez is undefeated. Josh Taylor is undefeated. Josh Taylor is from the UK, mm-hmm. so not well well known by Americans. Jose Ramirez is very well known here, promoted by Bob Arum, top rank. Um, great fight. Um, I don't know enough specifically about both of them. I've seen them fight, I have, but I'm not like comfortable with giving my ultimate prediction. But I, I'm going to lean on our friends from the UK, our boys that we uh, met, the McGuigans. Yep. Um, that yeah so it's a junior welterweight which is light which is 140 so it's so there's so there's that's why boxing is confusing too is that there's a couple weight divisions in boxing that have two names yeah it depends on what organization you're talking to so the 140 pound division is called the light welterweight division or it's called the Junior, junior welterweight. welterweight. So it's not only that you have about six hundred belts per every weight class. Technically, there's only three. There's a but, you know a yeah. weight class every two pounds. Actually, no, there's four. Uh, feels like every two and a half pounds there's a weight class, and the scheduling gets all jacked up like we just talked about. Yes. But let's not digress. So let's go back to Taylor. This is Ramirez. a great fight, yep. and I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna lean on when we we're in, when we were in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. we got to talk to the McGuigans, Shane McGuigan, Barry McGuigan, who actually trained josh taylor mm-hmm. brought him up and then he left and went to mtk mtk global and i don't want to make them mad mm-hmm. you guys are awesome mm-hmm. i i wish you guys the best go for it but um <laughs> uh they, they they have they're the promoter and manager of josh taylor but i've seen jose ramirez fight he is undefeated personally i've seen a lot of his fights actually i've never been like super impressed he's a really hard worker he wins by finesse a lot of the times. He outlasts his opponents, and he comes in phenomenal shape. I don't think he does anything great. I think he does a lot of stuff good, mm. which will win you a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's a world champion, so he does. So he's got a good resume behind him. He's got a, he's got a powerful promoter in Bob Arum, even though I'm not a big fan of Bob Arum. But Josh Taylor from Wiggins 
who are pretty honest guys who don't train Josh Taylor anymore. So they easily could talk smack on this guy, but they right. chose not to. They said, Travis, that he's going to beat Jose Ramirez. So I don't know enough about Josh Taylor because he's a UK guy. I don't get to see him a lot up here. But mm-hmm. nowadays you have YouTube. So I have seen videos of Josh Taylor. I just don't know what he's going to do against a guy like Jose Ramirez. I've never seen Josh Taylor fight one Mexican, especially at Jose Ramirez's level. And Mexicans fight at a different level. They just do. And they, they're they good. And there's a reason why there's a lot of Mexicans at the forefront of boxing. Sure. Canelo Alvarez, for example. There's a reason why they're there. They're tough. They're hard-nosed. They work hard. And they get it done. So Jose Ramirez is no different. He's there. But he's not. When I say he's no different, he is different than Canelo because nobody's like Canelo. But mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez can fight. So he's a little bit taller for his weight class too. But... I think this has all the makings for a UK upset. However, I will tell you this, that the UK guys, they haven't been doing too well when it comes to the bigger scene fights. Mm-hmm. Canelo's beat up on a couple of them. Um, he beat up on Callum Smith, and then he beat up on uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Right. So the UK guys, it doesn't seem they fare too well when they come to the US. So I don't know. Maybe Josh Taylor bucks that trend, but maybe not. So Jose Ramirez is a uh, Mexican American, but he he's a tough guy and he's a world champion and he's undefeated. So to come over here to his soil and to beat him would take a lot of moxie. Does say, Josh where, Taylor have it? Where is this fight at? It's in the, I, I want to say it's in Vegas, but it might it might be like it's somewhere on the west west coast. I think okay. maybe like uh, Arizona, Vegas, California, one of the two, because Jose Ramirez is pretty big in California, I believe. So this could be like a staple center fight or something, though. But uh, Las Vegas. Yep, there you go. So in Vegas, I think Vegas has Vegas opened up. Are they having fans? I'm not positive. Actually, when they first announced this fight, they probably didn't have fans, so they probably won't. I don't know. That's uh, so that's tough to say because we're just kind of in that weird gray area now that the yeah. CDC has all of a sudden miraculously said that uh, if you're indoors and vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And social distancing went from six feet to three feet magically and now eradicated, basically. So anyways, uh, Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas, 12 rounds. ESPN Plus usually. Uh, ES- ESPN, it is yeah. ESPN Plus. Yeah, because he fights for top rank, which is Bob Arum. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. It seems that on the on the bigger stage recently, uh, our UK friends have come over to the states and they have not fared well. And we, we saw. I one forgot in to mention Luke Campbell. Yeah, yeah I had to mention he lost too. So yeah, now now I thought he was he, he had a he, the fight was going pretty good at that was, point. He was. just got dropped. Um, but that'll be interesting. This will be an interesting fight. But I, don't sleep on this fight. No, this is actually under of the rate. This is if yeah. I could give you like a. I don't know what what would say like a a cheat code. If this is if you want a cheat code, watch this fight. This is a cheat code fight. This I could see this going and just being a war for twelve rounds. Yeah. an entertaining yep. war. Hundred percent. Jose Ramirez is a tough dude, and he's been in he's been in some like action packed fights, and he would engage, and that's what you want, dude. I'll predict this right now. I'm usually good at predictions of winners and losers. I'm not making one here because I'm not confident, so I know my weaknesses. I do. But I'll give you this prediction. This is going to be a good fight. Yeah. This is going to be an under-the-radar fight. That was a great word that you said. Under-the-radar. This is a fight that's not getting heavily publicized. It's a world title. Yeah. Okay? This is this is literally a world title, 140 it's, pounds. It's a unification. This, this is, is the first time yeah. since Terrence Crawford yes. in that weight class. By the way, and, and Terrence Crawford did it 
like and it hadn't happened in like years before like t- yeah. like 20 years from before that and now it's happening again so this is a big fight yeah but you don't hear a lot about it no but guess what you're hearing about it on weighing in with travis harman yeah because this is a big fight guys so we're bringing this to you this is a big fight Watch it. We've talked about it briefly last episode, and thanks to some of our I listeners. Think was, I think it was uh, AJ Stokes. I it believe. was AJ Stokes. So thanks for listening, brother. Yep. I haven't seen you comment for a while, so I hope that you're still listening. No, I think you did. I but think you did. Um, Jose Ramirez, uh, Josh Taylor fight is a great fight, guys. So I highly, highly encourage you to watch this fight. And it's, I believe, it's free. It's on ESPN, regular ESPN, I believe. So this is on ESPN Plus. The, the main event, the, the undercard will oh, be yeah, on ESPN. The main event will be ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus is four ninety nine a month, guys. I'm not advocating going online and trying to find out how to watch it for free. All I know is that those uh, uh, that situation has been available since the dawn of time. This is true. And the internet. But listen, MTK Global, do not That's watch this it. fight for free. Pay for it. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Because yeah. they deserve you to I pay for it. I was saying we it. love them. Because um, we do. We do love them. We yeah. love MTK Global. Yeah. So, anyways, I think this they is going to— also gonna, with Tyson Fury. I think this is going to be a pretty good fight. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. It's going to be a great fight. Yeah. I, I think more than good. I think it's going to be a great fight. So, people should watch it. You want— Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, that fight needs to happen. This fight is happening, so tune in. Let's stop worrying. You know what? This is a great example of let's stop worrying about all of the ifs and who's and should fight each everybody like Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua. Guess what? These two dudes have the balls and the moxie, moxie. moxie to fight each other. Yeah. They're both undefeated world champions. And they're putting it all on the line, and they're not even coming close to making what these guys are making, but they're still doing it for legacy. Listen. Yeah, watch these guys. Listen, don't sing it, just bring it. Don't sing it, bring it. So, all right, that's Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez. No official prediction here, but we think it's going to be a 12-round war. Check it out, ESPN, and then ESPN Plus for the main uh, card there and the main event. Uh, it'll be worth your while, May 22nd, coming to you from Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, weekend Trav. We don't have, we, we've been drinking this, we've been nursing this for a few weeks, so we're not going to give we any rating. It, yeah, we've already we've done it, it but yep. this is what we're, we're drinking right now. It's kind of midweek right now. Uh, but I wanted to touch on this topic because it's brand new, because it's you important. Like to touch things. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, Go ahead. I don't know. Sorry, I threw you off Jeez, there. That was like a snort <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. What is it? <laughs> So, weekend trap. Okay. I feel like you had a big weekend this past weekend. That ah. did delay our production a little bit, and that's okay. It I did. Because I was more than happy to delay for these extenuating circumstances. It is true. Weekend trap. Yes, Any sir. news that you need to uh, um, uh, just go ahead and lay out for our viewing and listening audience? So, I got married on Saturday, guys. Boom. T-Heart, Weekend Trav, is now married. Boom. So I'm married. I have a child on the way. Due days in November. My, I, I literally, it's been so like this Saturday we got married in the church under God. We're also going to have a wedding still next year. But yep. we wanted to do this under God. And that's what we did. It was me, Irina, a preacher. We did a Zoom with our parents. The parents got to watch it. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. That's good. So, yeah, the parents got to watch it. But cool. But the parents didn't know beforehand. We told the parents. We sent them a link and said, hey, oh we have a surprise gosh. for you guys. 
That's Tune a in. jerk move. That's <laughs> but, a complete jerk move. But we've been move. engaged since November 2019. Irina's dad, I asked his permission already, so it's yeah. not like it was a surprise, like we were just trying to sneak it in on him. But, but what if they were like, well, we're at the grocery store. What was it going to be? They knew. We said, listen, <laughs> we gave them, we sent them a, a Zoom call for a time at 3 o'clock. We ended up doing it at 3.15. But we was like, listen, hey, don't make any plans. We have a surprise for you guys. And it was me, Irina, the preacher, and yep. then a Zoom, my parents and uh, her parents and her sister. So it was really good. It was. But again, I want to tell everybody that we're having an actual wedding. So don't worry about anything. Next year, we're doing an actual wedding where we're going to have literally an actual wedding. Yeah. But and we're, we're going to live stream from it, we, I think. We, we, I think we I have got to. Some time. I think we have to. I got some to. time to figure I that out. Literally, so, I think we have to. So we can, Trav, on behalf of my family and all of us on the production side of things, which is just me, um, congratulations Thank to you, both sir. you. Uh, you guys are obviously great friends of ours and of mine. Absolutely. Uh, we love you guys. We wish you all the blessings in life together as you guys have been together for a long time now. So this is Nine just like years. the next... Uh, step. Oh, by the way, yeah. Canelo got married on Saturday as well. Yeah, he we did. I share saw that too. the same date as Canelo, May fifteenth. May fifth. Yeah, May fifteenth. Oh my okay. gosh! So never at, 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 <laughs> from one married man to another. Do not intertwine that with your spouse. But that's for my year. memory, though. I will never forget bank. that. Absolutely. Though. That's what I'm so, putting it out there. So just like so, in in August, we're going to Tennessee. For my nephew, he's getting married on August seventh. Uh, Is that your guys's? That's ours. So I can't say stuff like, "Hey, well, guess what? For anniversary, we're going to Tennessee <laughs> to go watch my family get married." So, anyway, from all of us, congratulations! That's so awesome. Thank There's you. not a better couple in this in this planet. You guys are awesome together. You're very cool people, and and you just bless all those around you. So, congratulations. Much respect to you. I, I know I texted you that day and, and said I was proud of you because I am. I'm very proud of you for these steps. It. And then as you enter into fatherhood, it's it's a wild adventure, brother. Uh, so, you know, cheers, whatever we got left in the glasses. So congratulations once again. And all of you, comment below and give them your congratulations. Goodness gracious, you should. If you're listening still, congratulate this man on all his accomplishments of what is coming up in his life. Married. He's got a kid on the way. It's cool stuff. I heard your kid's heartbeat the other day. It God, was awesome. God is good, man. God yeah. is good. God is good he is. all the time. Um, final thoughts, Weekend Trev. Listen, final thoughts are, one, I'm super, super blessed, super, super grateful. Um, none of this would be possible without my friends, family, lovely people like you guys. Like I love your whole family, your wife, your kids, all of them. We do. We love you guys. Um, we're, we can only do what we do because of the people around us. Seriously, mm. all of us, your friends, my friends, all of us, like literally mm -hmm. everything we do. I train people. Matter of fact, we're training your kid. Your kid's going to start training too as well. Mm -hmm. So like, we love you guys. We, we appreciate all this. We appreciate all of our listeners. Like guys, we couldn't do this if you guys weren't listening, you know, the tens of twenties of followers, but actually we're coming up on like a hundred subscribers. Like, let's be real. Hey, we're, 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 we're getting up and there. I think if we can crack this algorithm on YouTube, I think it's by doing these short videos. We're yeah, going to keep yeah. doing that. So um, we can travel. We're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. Uh, uh, special thanks to our friends at Bang Energy because this is what's Bang. keeping me up. Uh, tonight in order yeah, to be money this stuff out we both have busy days tomorrow so i appreciate be money hey, coming here and I'm, doing this i'm happy to be here Finished because late. this is this is uh this is my temporary escape you'll find this out in a few years 
you need these escapes. I'll start appreciating this more and more every day. You right? will. You will. You will. <laughs> there's we'll going to get be, on the gym there's going more to be more. off-site production <laughs> meetings a lot. Uh, so thank you to IF Enterprises. Thank you to TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, obviously, and then uh, Bang Energy. Thank you so much. Um, I'm B-Money, the producer. Thank you for joining us. Subscribe below. Hit the like button. Wherever you're listening or watching us, please do because we are here for you and the golden girls stay golden pony boys goodness gracious that there is <laughs> that there is weekend draft that there's b money aka producer aka he does everything because he's the man i don't do everything but i do a lot he does a lot thanks for joining us god bless